Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Yes, back with his co-host, Happy. Hope you all are having a wonderful Sunday morning. It is October 10th, and this is your daily financial news. Let me check the volume real quick. Trying to juggle Happy at the same time. Hey, why isn't the volume coming up? Oh, I'm going to assume it's okay. So a couple quick things as we get started today. It is Sunday, which means we should be speaking with Laura Morby shortly. I have a surprise guest at 9 a.m. And of course, that means I need to do my goals and community videos. So lots of work for me today. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday and you get out and enjoy the nice weather, which I hope you have. I think, yeah, I think we're going to have decent weather today. So a couple of things caught my attention. Where should we start? Where should we start? Uh, we'll start at the bottom. First and foremost, I don't know if you saw this. I somehow missed it, uh, but I caught it this weekend. Looks like 136 countries uh, have come together to agree on a minimum global tax rate of 15%. Uh, the goal here, obviously, is to prevent companies from, I don't know, selecting their country of domicile for tax reasons. Uh, again, this is the goal. Um, I need to read into this more. If you guys have seen this, if you liked any articles written about it, go ahead and send me a direct message or link, a link below. That would be great. I need to read more about this. 136 countries. Um, yeah, I need, I need to read, read about this, see, what, see what's going on. Uh, what does a minimum global tax rate really mean? So should be interesting to read couple things about next week. We really start earning season in earnest. Uh, next week is really, for the most part, about the banks. It is going to be interesting to see, again, if the banks have had record profits, right? Have they really leveraged uh, Wall Street um, trading profits? Have they profited from IPOs? What is going on with the big banks? We have J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Citigroup, Goldman. On top of that, we have Delta Airlines, Domino's Pizza, and Walgreens. So again, we're going to get the quarter started. We're going to really, for me, for me, the next couple of weeks are about seeing have we got peak earnings. If my call on the economy weakening is um, going to be accurate, uh, what we're going to start to see here is we may see decent profits, but you will see companies ratcheting back earnings. Not so much for the banks, but certainly for retailers and the like. So the next couple of weeks are going to be interesting. Uh, Wednesday, in addition, we have CPI, Consumer Price Index. Undoubtedly, this is going to be over 4%. The question is, will it be over 5 or 6%? That is followed up by PPI. PPI, I think last month or last, yeah, last month, I think was over six. Will it be over seven or eight? And then Friday, kind of a big number for the week. 
uh, it's going to be retail sales. That Bed Bath & Beyond number that came out three weeks ago was ugly. Uh, before that, though, mall-based retailers, generally speaking, were reporting decent numbers. So it's really going to figure out, is Bed Bath & Beyond just the wrong business at the wrong time? Or is the retail sector suffering? Maybe lack of stimulus, extra unemployment, who knows? Uh, but retail sales will be important. Keep in mind, though, that Levi's just reported a blowout number from last week. So we shall see. So again, Friday, I think, is the big number, uh, U.S. retail sales next week. So it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, again, a couple of things I've noticed is Q3 is about earnings. Are we going to have we seen peak earnings was Q2 the period or are companies still growing? So it will be interesting to see. Don't know if you saw this. I think I reported earlier in the week, but I just read some articles about it. Looks like cotton is at a 10-year high. And unlike last time, cotton was at a 10-year high, uh, was just after the global or the financial recession, the Great Recession. Uh, what retailers were saying when they were interviewed for this Sunday article is last time they had no pricing power, so they had to eat it. What they're saying now is... Phew, no problem. We are raising prices and consumers are paying. So again, inflation is real. It is broadening out. This whole transitory nonsense where they were pointing at used cars or airline tickets or lumber is a joke. Inflation is real. It is not transitory. And we will talk about that again probably probably with the last topic of the day. But that's uh, that's what's going on here. Don't know if you saw this, but again, I try to read news. We have followers from around the world, so thank you for sending me articles about Asia, Europe, and uh, other North America, South America countries. Thank you. I love reading those. Uh, got one about Canada. Looks like Canada is back to pre-health crisis employment numbers. Uh, it looks like they have had massive job gains here recently. And they are now have a jobless rate of 6.9%. 6.9% is important because that is what it was February of 2020. So right before, you know, lockdowns and shutting down economies happened. So Canada is back, right? At least from an employment perspective. Uh, other countries are healing and we are headed that direction. The U.S. still has quite a ways to go, but we are on the way back as well. Uh, I would love to see us get back to employment numbers from pre-crisis. So again, shout out Canada for getting back to employment numbers pre-health crisis. Don't know if you've seen this, been lots of talk about real estate and bubble markets and all of that. I've been a part of it. You know, Reno was just talked about. Boise was highlighted months ago. Uh, but it's interesting. There's one major city. We're going to see. You know what? I'm going to circle this. So I'm going to set it up and I'm going to come back and ask you and see if you guys nailed this one. There is a major city. I'm going to say it's top 20 population. It might be top 10, but to be safe, I'm going to say top 20. And for the record, I'm pulling that out of thin air. I think it's fair, but we'll see. You'll, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. This major city has seen appreciation far lag national average and far lag other I'll call tier one cities. I will give you a hint. It is in the Midwest. What city do you think I am talking about? And I will come back to that at the end. Go ahead and take a guess. Leave comments below. 
Um, what else can I say about this? Uh, it's a major city. It has football and baseball and basketball teams that should help limit it. Um, so yeah, let's see who can guess. Let's see what you got below. And I will come back to this in a minute. Uh, again, more and more central banks are realizing that they are behind the curve. They are late. Uh, more and more companies are reducing their um, foot on the gas. Others are even raising rates. I think I think Jerome Powell is late and wrong. He has changed the priority from fighting or managing inflation with jobs. You can only have one priority. There is no 1A, 1B. And I think Jerome Powell is, again, making the mistakes of the late 60s, which led to the 70s. And if you know my story, you, uh, you know the 50-year spreadsheet, you know exactly what I'm doing because of that. Here's the deal, folks. The U.S. Bureau of Labor, U.S. Bureau of Labor, now says that the average hourly earnings across the United States, average hourly earnings, this is not first-time job, you know, high school graduate, junior high stuff. This is average hourly wage is $30.85. So that's rough and tough, 62 grand a year. Uh, again, this is for private companies. And the U.S. Bureau of Labor is saying it is not done growing yet. They are seeing the signs that the average hourly wage will continue to rise. And folks, again, this is playing out like the 70s. Go back and look at the 50-year spreadsheet. It's in the free course. It's in the paid course. It seems right there for us. So again, uh, $30.85. That is 60 grand. That's an average U.S. salary. Obviously, 60 grand. Where I live, it's not great. Uh, not good even. Um, but uh, it's pretty good for, I don't know, what do you want to say? 70% of the country? Just guessing. Yeah. So again, watch out. And what we are increasingly seeing is if a company, a small business, wants to hire they got to raise wages. So here's, here is the next 12 to 18 months in a nutshell. There was a restaurant, and I didn't want to name them because it's not important. What, it, what they did is important, and we all need to pay attention because we're all going to feel the pains of inflation. Restaurant was having a very hard time hiring people. I bet you have never heard that before. So they did the unusual move of raised minimum wage starting jobs to 25 bucks an hour. 50 grand a year uh, to uh, just be a busser, uh, waiter, whatever it is. Starting salary, $25 an hour. Lo and behold, they had no problem hiring. They have great applicants, skilled resources, Guess what, folks? You are right. Raise salaries and people will be hired. That's awesome. Now, guess what happens? 30 days later, the owner raised prices across the menu by 30%. There you go. Just like Chipotle on another scale. Chipotle, if you remember, six months ago gets celebrated for 15 bucks an hour. And a couple weeks later, they snuck in a 4% increase. Congratulations. Restaurants, if you want to hire people, pay 25 bucks an hour, wait a couple of weeks, and then jack up your prices 30%. That, folks, is stagflation.
that is how you get 5% GDP or 4% GDP growth in an environment of 5% inflation. Nominal GDP is going to come out with a nice number, four. It is garbage when there's inflation of 5%. Yeah, not good, not good, not good. So back to the question at hand. What is the major real estate city? It has, a, it has football, baseball, and basketball teams, so it is national. I assume it's top 20 population, but really unsure. I was just guessing. There's a city in the Midwest. Uh, it is Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois has really been behind the real estate inflation or price appreciation curve. Uh, they have been seeing low single digits where much of the country is high teens. And this is because, frankly, there is a perception of safety. Crime is up. Major crime is up. Uh, I read the article about Chicago. There are actually downtown developers, brand new condominiums being uh, built in uh, the nicest parts of Chicago that they can't sell because they keep hearing from potential buyers that it's unsafe. Folks, safety is a real deal. If you are a family, you have kids, you are not going downtown Chicago. At least that is what they are saying here. And on top of that, it is getting so bad that companies like Citadel are saying, you know what? We may have to move headquarters because we feel for our employees. And yes, we did have somebody guest. Rolden, congratulations. I actually think you were the first person to guess. Chicago, Illinois, congratulations. Rolden wins. Uh, but yes, this is very interesting times. So again, I want you to have a wonderful day. If you are ready to change your financial future, you can get the course uh, get your money right below. And if you want to join the nearly thousand people in our private Facebook group, several thousand people taking the how to get started one rental at a time course, go ahead and do that. Link below. Lastly, if these books are showing up for you, please take a selfie, take a picture of them and tag me on Instagram. Every time I see one, I'm putting it in my story because I want more people to see the amazing stories of other real estate investors who have done this and move forward. 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires is, I did it for you, and uh, I really think people need to see this because hopefully everybody finds a couple of stories that they can hold on to in the beginning. So take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. I hopefully we'll be talking with Laura in a little bit, but if not, we'll find a way to feel, uh, fill the morning. Take care. Bye.